What's good, everyone? Welcome in to another edition of Scout Team Sports, and we are back again. I am your host, DeValian, and we are kicking into week 15, can you believe it, in the NFL. Almost to the finish line of the regular season. First, we're going to recap the Thursday night football game. I was wrong about this one. I uh, thought the Raiders would pull it out, but... Uh, uh, after that uh, Tuesday episode, uh, just a string of things happening. First of all, I already knew that they weren't going to have their def- a defensive coordinator because they fired him uh, the day after uh, on Monday after they lost to the Colts. So they don't have a defensive coordinator going into this game. And in between that Tuesday episode that I posted and the actual start of the game, their best wide receiver, and yes, he's a rookie, but he's still their best wide receiver, Henry Ruggs, is out due to COVID, as well as the Raiders' offensive coordinator. So the Raiders are going into this game with no defensive coordinator, no offensive coordinator, and their best wide receiver. Yeah, I figured, okay, so Derek Carr's going to Darren Waller 24 times in the game, uh, and they're going to try to win it that way, although I don't think that's a good recipe for success. Um, but nevertheless, they get into the game. Derek Carr goes down in the second quarter with a groin injury, so in comes Mariota. And um, for the most part, it's back and forth, back and forth, and the Raiders are hanging. Chargers are getting ahead uh, for the most part, but then the Raiders are hanging in there. Um, and for all the talk that, uh, you know, they – they said as far as Mariota playing well and he shined and all that good stuff, uh, you know, I, 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 yeah, but I mean, I, you know, the end of the game, you know, proves otherwise because I mean, they didn't get the job done and, um, you know, they, they fight, they fight hard and they push it to overtime, you know, they push it to overtime. Um, but the reason they were able to push it to overtime was because the Chargers missed two field goals. The Chargers really should have had the game won at the end of regulation. They but their kicker missed two field goals, and uh, the last uh, second of the two missed field goals was uh, with like 13 seconds left in the game. They had the ball. They could have kicked the field goal. I mean, won the game with the field goal, and they um, they missed the field goal. So, um, with that being said, then they go into overtime. Raiders win the toss. Raiders win the toss. And, uh, you know, of course, with the new overtime rules, it's not just who the first person scores. You know, you know all the rules. I'm not going to go into it. But the Raiders get all the way into the red zone after they win the toss, get into the red zone, get inside the 10-yard line. So it's first and goal, can't punch it in. Second and goal, can't punch it in. Third and goal, can't punch it in. They settle for a field goal. So they allow the Chargers to stop them. The Chargers make a goal line stand. And then the Chargers come down the field on their possession and score a touchdown, and the game is over. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, it 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 took uh, all of those depletions for a Chargers team, a bad Chargers team, to beat the Raiders in overtime, barely. Uh, so I'm really not surprised, but I'm not really that disappointed because, I mean, the Raiders are who I thought they were. And as well as the Chargers. So there's no surprises in my book uh, of this happening. And especially if, like I said, if the Raiders don't have their starting quarterback after the second, after halfway through the second quarter, you know, even as good as they, you know, talking heads are saying that Mariota played, 
he's still not the starting quarterback. He didn't start the game. He didn't practice with the with the first, you know, with first string team in practice. So it, it's still different. It's still like something that you get, you know, putting on a brand new glove. You know, if it's too loose, if it's too tight, you know, it's like it's it's not you haven't broken it in yet. <clears throat> and I know Mar- Mariota's no rookie, but still, it's it's not. He's on a new team. This is his first time actually getting in-game action in the regular season. So, um, you know, especially that last drive that they had um, where they couldn't punch it in. I was like, you know, well, Mariota, you, you know, he's shining. But I mean, when it counts the most, he didn't shine. So uh, you're supposed to be able to punch it in at that, especially when you can just win the game and end the game in overtime without the Chargers offense even getting on the field. Uh, and they couldn't do it. So Chargers get the win uh, 30 to 27. And so we're on to the rest of the games. We actually have two Saturday games for you. So we've got the Bills at the Broncos, first and foremost, um, predicting the Bills to win this game, of course. Uh, they are a very strong team, riding high. The Bills' uh, defense should feast on Drew Locke. Probably going to be like five interceptions, just like he threw against the last time he faced the Raiders. Um, but yeah, the Bills' defense should feast on Drew Locke and that offense. They'll slow down, probably shut down Philip Lindsay in the running game, and then they'll just feast on Drew Locke. And uh, even though the Broncos have uh, somewhat of a good passing defense, they're going to be on the field way too much they're going to get tired because their offense won't be able to do anything and I think then Josh Allen and company will just pick them apart as long as Josh Allen protects the football when he runs with it I don't see any kinks in the Bills armor right now so Bills over Broncos tomorrow uh, that I'm predicting and your other Saturday game is going to be Panthers at Packers Uh, don't see the Packers losing this game um um, they are the records are tied with the Saints, so it's a toss up in terms of who uh, gets that uh, number one seed in the NFC. And I don't think the Packers are going to allow the Panthers um, to get in their way of achieving that. So I'm predicting the Packers to beat uh, the Panthers on Saturday. That's your Saturday night football game, or Saturday evening, or Saturday uh, nightcap game. And so, uh, yeah, Packers over Panthers in Green Bay. And now we get on to the Sunday games. First and foremost, we're going to the Niners at Cowboys. Uh, with one team being 5-8 and eight and the other one being 4-9, and nine, eh, I don't know. It's it's the strength of what they have so, so far is your uh, somewhat, is uh, the Cowboys offense versus the Niners defense. And... I always say whoever wins between the weakest link will probably determine the game. So it's really about the Niners offense uh, and their depletions uh, with with the no starting quarterback. Nick Mullins doing the best that he can. Um, Raheem Mostert, if he's going to be healthy or not, I don't know. Um, and then uh, the Niners offense going up against the Cowboys defense. When you look at it that way, Um, more than likely, I'm thinking this is probably going to be a shootout between the two offenses, but I trust the Niners defense more than I trust the Cowboys defense. So I'm going to go with the Niners in this one. I will pick the Niners over the Cowboys. Next, we have Seahawks at Washington football team. This ought to be a really good game. 
really good game because Washington is not laying down for anybody. Yeah, they're not that good, but they're atop their division, even at six and seven. And I just, I love, yes, I'm biased. I love that defensive line. I love Montez Sweat and, of course, Chase Young. I still want Chase Young. <laughs> I'm just thinking, we can't, can we trade for him, please? Can we just trade? Trade for the rookie. Or trade him, give him, give him three first-round picks. You know, John Gruden got him. He's got him piled up in his backpack. Uh, it's, just give him a, give him three first round picks. Or just mortgage the whole the NFL draft for the next three years. Give us Monte. Give us, give us Chase Young, please, please. <laughs> anyway, uh, Seahawks at Washington football team. Um, you know I think it's you know the strengths of course here are the um, Seahawks offense and then of course Washington's defense. Um, so. I think as far as the weakest link between these two teams, uh, Washington's offense and the Seahawks' defense, that's a toss-up. Because the Seahawks, you know, they can make stops, even though they still give up a lot. I mean, you know, Jamal Adams is getting a lot of sacks at the safety position, but that doesn't seem to be stopping teams from scoring. Um, And I think if Washington can get their running game in gear, um... That definitely makes things easier for Alex Smith. And um, maybe Washington gets a stop uh, on defense that enables their offense to get ahead. Um, and that's that's the only way that they can compete with uh, the scoring power of the Seahawks is the Washington football team's defense slows them down just enough to allow the offense to get ahead. And then the offense has got to continue to score. Um, but I think they can do it. So I'm picking Washington football team over the Seahawks in this one. I guess you call that an upset, yeah, because 6-17 and 17 versus 9-4. and four. Um, But, yeah, I'm picking Washington football team to beat the Seahawks. Next we have Bears at Vikings. Um, division rivals here, both 6-7. and seven. It's a toss-up, too. Um, Bears surprised me with their offense that they had last week. Um, but uh, they got proven to me they can do that consistently. On the other hand, I mean, the Vikings are really no better. All they have really is Dalvin Cook. I don't really believe in Kirk Cousins. Uh, their defense eh, should be able to be competent against the Bears' offense, I would think. Um, you know, I'm not going to just trust one offensive outburst by the Bears last week after a, a six-game free fall. Uh, losing. So I'll pick the Vikings in this one. I'll take the Vikings over the Bears. And they're playing at Minnesota, by the way. Next, we had a, uh, next we have a interesting, again, matchup, division rival game. Um, Patriots at Dolphins. And so I'm pretty sure the Dolphins are really looking forward to this one because they lost to the Patriots first game of the season. And so they definitely want revenge. And also they have their sights set on the playoffs and they don't want the Patriots ruining that. Um, and, uh, Patriots, I'm not sure if they could still make it into the playoffs. If they win out, uh, I guess it's possible, especially now that the Raiders have lost. And if the Patriots win and they tie the Raiders 7-7, they're ahead of the Raiders because they won. They beat them head up. And they would definitely be on the heels of the Dolphins because they will have swept the Dolphins. Um, 
<clears throat> in the season series. But I don't think that's happening this time. I think the Dolphins will pull it out. I think Tua is going to play uh, as best as he can. It's going to be tough against that Patriots defense. But I think that Dolphins defense is the seriousness that uh, is very underrated. I mean, Patriots are going to get the attention as far as their defense because it's been there for so long. But the Dolphins defense is really good, and I think they're going to cause havoc for Cam Newton and company. And I don't think that the Dolphins defense is going to allow Cam Newton and company to score many points at all. So um, I'm looking to the Dolphins to win this game. I'm thinking the Dolphins over the Patriots in that matchup. Next one is very easy. Jaguars at Ravens. This is a bye week for the Ravens, another bye week. Um, Graceful, graceful, gracious, rather, uh, Jaguars giving everybody wins. Not challenging them really at all too much, maybe just a little bit. Um, so gracious. So uh, we, we really do appreciate you, Jacksonville, for all that you do, uh, giving everybody wins. So, um, yeah, Ravens over the Jaguars and that one. Not much to talk about. Next, we have Buccaneers at the Falcons. Buccaneers at the Falcons. I'm thinking the Buccaneers uh, still have playoff hopes and still are in the playoff race. Uh, I think if they end, the playoffs ended now, they will it be in. So um, I think they're going to keep that rolling. Uh been nice to see Tom Brady versus Matt Ryan, but in, you know Tom Brady's a different uniform. But uh, as a whole, the Buccaneers are a better team. Uh, I'm not sure about Julio. Um, most of the time, it seems like he's out, not playing. And then when he is playing, it doesn't seem like Matt Ryan uses him like he's a number one option, like he's a number one wide receiver. Um, so I don't I don't trust the Falcons against the Bucks. So I'm picking the Buccaneers and Tom Brady in the offense and the defense should be able to hold off the Falcons just enough, whether it be a low scoring game or a shootout. Uh, the Buccaneers D should be able to hold off the Falcons offense just enough for the Buccaneers to win. Uh, so, yes, Buccaneers over the Falcons. And we're going to take a break right there. Take a break right there, and we will be back with the second half after a word from our sponsor. This is Scout Team Sports. Be back in a minute. All right, Scout Teamers, we are back. Scout Team Sports here. I'm your host, DeValian, and we're back in it on week 15 of the NFL season. So we're getting into the rest of the games here. We have the Lions at the Titans. Titans still in that tiebreaker, still tied with the Colts uh, for the AFC South Division title. Um, they have split the season series. They are both nine and four. So every win counts like it never has before. Uh, so I think that the Lions uh, will not have enough here. Um, they, you know, in the passing game, you know, Matt Ryan can get hot a little bit, but usually it's always in the fourth quarter when they're trying to come back and it's a failing effort. Um, so I'm thinking the Titans, they're a better team in every aspect, even in the passing game. I'd still, right now, I'd take Ryan Tannehill and his receivers over Matt Stafford and his in terms of how they can, how they play. Um, so, um, Titans, uh, should win this game. I'm picking the Titans over, the Lions. Next, as we just talked about, as far as the AFC South rivalry for the division title in which one will win the title and the other one I still think will make the playoffs. Uh, we have the Texans at the Colts um, division rival game. Can Deshaun Watson pull it out? Uh, no, uh, 
Um, and just because the Colts are riding high right now uh, with their running game and defense and Phillip Rivers being uh, looking capable, looking somewhat capable. Um, I mean, he hasn't had to win a tight game in the fourth quarter, so you don't have to worry about him throwing picks. <laughs> you don't have to worry about him throwing those crucial fourth quarter picks. Because, um, you know, as long as the, uh, the running game and defense keep things in check, um, then you don't have to rely on him uh, late in the fourth quarter. And I don't think the Colts will need to do that in this game uh, just because you know, it's just, you know, it's it's the Colts' whole team versus Deshaun Watson. And I don't know what the rest of his team is, um, but they're not available, I don't think. So Colts shouldn't win easy over the Texans here. Moving on to the Eagles at the Cardinals. Uh, Eagles going to be starting, I believe, Jalen Hurts once again, um, going up against the Cardinals, who are on the outside looking in in the NFC playoffs. Uh, they have to have a lot of things go right uh, for them to get into the playoffs. Um, and I think that, that that might be slim pickings, as they say. Um, but nevertheless, they need this win. They need to win out. And the Eagles would love to play spoiler. Um, I think the Eagles, I mean, you know, they have a shot with Jalen Hurts um, just because nobody has, you know, only nobody has more than a game and a half worth of tape on him uh, playing in the league. So they'll have to study that and see if they can come in with a plan. They know he's a running quarterback just like what they have in Kyler Murray. Um, I think it it comes down to the supporting cast, uh, whose supporting cast you got. I'm going to trust the Cardinals uh, and um, Kyler Murray and D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, um, to lead the charge, getting the job done. Um, it's not to say that this might not – I would think this might be a close game because uh, Jalen Hurts, I mean, I, you know, the Cardinals defense is nothing to write home about, but uh, I believe they are competent, so they're going to try to force him to pass. Um, they're going to try to force him to pass, and he has shown that he can pass. He'll scramble out of the pocket, I think, most of the time, just like Kyler Murray. Um, but he will pass the ball, so I don't. Th- he's not afraid to do that. Um, but I think the Cardinals will have trouble with him on uh, the defense will. But I think the Cardinals' offense will do enough against the Eagles' defense, score enough to just edge out a win. The Eagles are going to fight hard, but I think that the Cardinals will get the win just barely in this one. Next, we have uh, Jets at Rams. This is a bye week for the Rams. And uh, again, just like the Jaguars, the Jets so gracious to be giving away wins uh, because of how bad they are and a gift wrap present for the Rams as they uh, have a much easier matchup than uh, who they're tied with in their division at with the Seahawks. And so the Rams um, should win this game easy against the Jets and improve to 10-4. and four. Next, we get to the matchup that I know all the talking heads are going to be all over. Chiefs at Saints. And Drew Brees is expected to return in this game. So uh, you put that in there and that uh, just, you know, brings more attention to this game. Uh, But both teams uh, need to have this win in order to stay on top, I believe, and try to secure the number one seed and only by week in the playoffs. So um, with that being said, the thing is the Chiefs getting off to a slow start. 
that bothers me as far as the Chiefs, you know, for the most part, notoriously getting off to a slow start before they get going and start scoring. Uh, but then they always seem to manage to come through and get the job done, do what they need to do. Um, but then the Saints, um, I believe if the Saints can get on top early, they can possibly stay on top. It is going to be a back-and-forth game, I would think. The Chiefs might grab the lead once or twice, and then the Saints can take it back, or the Saints could, uh, if they jump out early while the Chiefs are slow to get going, um, then I think the Saints could possibly just stay ahead. They could possibly do that. I don't know how you know the ribs are going to be uh, for Drew Brees. I know he's had time to heal, um, but you know the ribs and, and you're breathing and you know, those ribs are going to be a target, you know, in this game by the Chiefs defense. So uh, I don't know. I, it, that's it's kind of shaky for me. If Drew Brees was 100 percent, then I'd be more confident in picking the Saints. Uh, but even coming back from this injury, I don't believe he's 100 uh, percent from those ribs. Uh, so for that purpose and that purpose only, I'm going to pick the Chiefs in this game. Uh, if it, like I said, I don't, you know, if they, if the, the ribs start hurting him again and then Taysom Hill's got to come in, did I, I don't think Taysom Hill has a shot to contend against Pat Mahomes. Um, I know the Saints defense is going to be ready to play. Um, and I know that I would trust Saints defense more than I would trust the Chiefs defense, but, um, I, I just don't know. Um, I'm not, I'm not confident enough in Drew Brees' health. So that's the only reason why I'm picking the Chiefs in this one over the Saints, but should be a great game. Wouldn't be surprised if the Saints won. Next we have, I'm not sure if they're going to deem this a Sunday night or a Monday night, or they're going to push the game back. You know, things are kind of, even without COVID, these last weeks of the NFL with them switching games around and having Saturday games, Monday games, might be a Tuesday game, we don't know. But uh, for the most part, what I'm what it's projecting is Sunday night football is Browns, at uh Giants and picking the Browns to win this one they lost a heartbreaker last week to division rival Ravens getting swept um but with backup quarterback Colt McCoy for the Giants I don't think that the Giants have a shot even with their improving defense um which might give the Browns some fits but I don't think the Giants offense is going to be able to score enough points against the Browns defense even though the Browns defense gives up a lot of points uh, I don't think that they have it enough to um, beat the Browns, and I think that the Browns de- the Browns will just wear out the Giants' defense because they'll be on the ga- on the field for too long, and the Giants' offense won't be able to compensate with scoring points and sustaining long drives in order to give the Giants' defense a rest. So I'm picking the Browns over the Giants in New York, New Jersey. And your last game is uh, another easy game by week for the Pittsburgh Steelers, as uh, I would love, would have loved to see them going up against Joe Burrow um, in this matchup, uh, who could possibly play spoiler for them. Um, but no Joe Burrow, easy game for the Steelers to beat the Bengals in Cincinnati. And that will conclude our week 15 predictions and analysis. I appreciate all my subscribers. I really thank everybody for hanging with me. We are back in it on Tuesday for the recap. Believe until you stop breathing. Once again, this is Devalue with Scout Team Sports. We'll see you Tuesday.